Hey guys, welcome back to The Noble Broker. I'm your host, Jonathan Lickstein. On The Noble Broker, we welcome producers and professionals in the real estate industry because we are more than pretty people selling pretty houses. We have passions, we have hobbies, we have interests and passions and opinions most of all. So today I welcome both a producer who I believe to be professional, Courtney Coco <laughs> Conley, who is here today from the Florida Keys. Welcome, Courtney. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? I'm living the dream. Yeah, that's what you got to do. One day at a time, right? So first thing I want to do is congratulate you. Thank you. Do you know why I'm congratulating you? Did a heck of a job last year. You certainly did. <laughs> you, you had a great amount of production. You had a fantastic year. You're part of a team that is really making waves in your community. But I want to congratulate you on being featured as one of the Florida Keys 30 under 30 professionals. Yes, that was super fun and exciting. And um, they highlighted a lot of the younger professionals from Key Largo to Key West. So it was a nice surprise. It was fun. They it never was. knew anything like that down there. And you're, there, so. you're way under 30 years old. Yes, I am 21 years old. You're, you get the award for the youngest guest on the podcast. Thank you. Congratulations. I'll put that on my wall. Certificates in the mail. Perfect. Send me a plaque. Thank you. Perfect. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> We're realtors. We like to collect awards. I know. I love it. Right? Yeah, my window frame. There's a bunch of them up there. Build the accolades. Build yes, the awards. Rising star, top team, etc. So yep. I'll add that to you. You got another one coming this year. You got another one coming shortly. Top team, right? Yes, we were top a top team, team this year. The Conley Certainly. Sales Group. Yes. Certainly. Well, mm -hmm. we invited you here today to interrogate you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about your origin. Let's talk about the business and what your passions are, your your day-to-day. So let's start with you're 21 years old. You're yes. super young. I, like you, got in very young. I started at 19. I don't know if you knew that. No, I did not. Okay. I started okay, at 19. Okay, so we started at the same time. Living on an island. Yes. Sound familiar? Yes, it does. It's right? Flashbacks. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so we both started very young and kind of found a trajectory, a trajectory trajectory within the business but I want to know I know why why I got into the business and what made me do it why did you get into the industry how did you find yourself as Courtney Conley comma realtor oh geez well it was very not in my future plan when I was at the ripe age of 18 um, I was in wedding planning I graduated high school early because I just wanted to work all the time 24 7 so wait, wait, wait. before you move on from that so you were in high school planning people's weddings. I was, yeah. Most people in high school can't even plan their own date for Friday night. Yeah, you should have seen the brides when I showed up and said, hi, I'm your wedding planner for the day. So it was definitely a different path, which I was fine with. Everyone was, I feel like in the Keys, it's very small, it's very community oriented, and everybody was on their you know, set path. Everyone leaves the Keys, and they usually come back, um, depending on what their profession is, but... Um, yeah, I was wedding planning in high school and graduated early. I did two years of college at the Florida Keys Community College down there while I was planning weddings. Um, and then COVID hit um, and I kind of business slowed down and I finally listened to my father and got my real estate license and it kind of took off from there. It was different reasons in the beginning and I think it's really developed into something that I'm very passionate about and I love helping people with their financial um, gains and living in paradise. Can't okay. No. So you you finally succumbed to your parents' wishes. Yeah, my father's wishes. Your father's wishes. Yes. He, he <laughs> wanted you to get into real estate because he knew you'd be successful. Yes. Fathers know best. Yes. 
we're, we're, and me being 18, I was like, no, I want to do my own thing. I don't want to do what you want me to do. Let's so. make sure we don't give him some, some ammunition here. Steve, if you're listening. Love you, Dad. Father's always right, but yes. don't take that too far, sir. Nope. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> so you, you were planning weddings, and, and planning a wedding is a lot like going through a real estate transactions. It really is. It was really interesting when I got into it because it was so detail-oriented. I mean vendors and timing down to the minute of like what you had to be doing and where you had to be standing and I feel like real estate that's been a like a um, positive impact on my business just making sure that every you know line is ticked and the client is taken care of and they're happy bride has to be happy they're buying a house they got to be happy too so much like weddings yes you get to the day of the wedding you get to the day of the closing on yes. a real estate Pass transaction over the key, pass over the ring same thing Right, yeah, and uh, and you're still obligated financially for all of it, all of the things yes, you're signing off on, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's interesting that you did that. <clears throat> now I'm sure they didn't ask you once, they didn't ask you twice, or he didn't ask you twice to get into real estate. It's um, I don't know if they went with the Jewish rule, asked three times before it happens. <laughs> uh, no, but it was, um, uh... so what caused you to finally say, all right, all right, leave me alone, I'll get it. Yeah. Um... It honestly was my dad saying, I will pay for your course if you pass it. And I was like, okay. Um, I waited until like a week before the course was about to expire to do the class and pass the class. So I was very um, headstrong, which much like him, I'm definitely his daughter, but I was very headstrong about it. And um, I just wanted to do my own thing. But I, I think it was the best decision and my dad knows best and I'm, I owe him everything that I am now because he, if I wouldn't have done that, I don't know where I'd be. So I'm very happy with my decision to do so. Steve, rewind, record that, yes. and save that. Yes. <laughs> she said thank you and she owes everything Thanks, to Dad. you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's interesting that I can barely be, and if my parents are listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I can barely be in the same room as my parents mm -hmm. for an extended amount of time, and you work with them day I in and day out. I am with my father 24-7. Um, we actually don't butt heads as much as you think we would. In the very beginning, I think we did. Um, I think I drove him absolutely insane and vice versa. But, no, we um, love filling the mini fridge together now in the office. <laughs> we banter, and, you know, it's it's fun. It's really fun. And I we have a really good relationship, and I think this definitely brought us closer. So... We'll always have the mini fridge. Yes, the mini fridge in the corner. It's always <laughs> full. So, But it, you bring a unique perspective. Um, I mean, your mom and dad have been in the industry for a long time. Mm -hmm. your, your father is a coach. He's yep. very knowledgeable in the real estate industry. I mean, having conversations with him are very in-depth. I, I love speaking with him. Mm -hmm. But you bring a different perspective coming from your generation yeah. that changes the aspect or changes the perspective of the team in general and the way that you market yourself. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about that. How, how do you perceive the marketing, bringing in some of those old techniques with stuff that you feel comfortable in what's relative today to today's market? Yeah, I think <clears throat> when we first dabbled with the idea of starting a team, he definitely, um, we didn't know what route we were going down. I didn't know what impact I was going to have on it until it was actually happening. Um, but I definitely, I feel like going through my first year and doing what I did, producing as much as I did and being 20, selling multi-million dollar homes to multiple clients in the Ford Keys and everyone was kind of like, what's going on? Who are you? Um, we started to gain some notice and we got our office up and started and um, 
I feel like, you know, people close to me, you know, mutual friends were asking more questions about real estate and wondering, like, how did you get into this? Like, what are you doing? So I think it was more of that, like putting it out there, like, hey, I'm super young and this is what I'm doing and you can do it too. And people started asking questions and that's kind of how we started building the team was people that were curious and seeing my success and supported me and knew I supported them just as much and wanted to do so too. So um, I think that's where I played in was definitely the younger generation and appealing to people um, that didn't think like, oh, you can't do that. You know, you have to be, you know, uh, a local or you have to be in the business for 20 plus years to do what you're doing. And I was fresh out of high school and college and kind of just started doing it and took off. There's different pathways. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. You, you grew up in the Keys, mm -hmm. so you're still kind of in your home area, and you had a little bit of that network, but um, in our last episode, I was talking about this. Um, mm -hmm. When my son is 18, I'm obligating him to get his real estate license, or he can get out of my house, right? <laughs> yes. This is what I'm saying you need to do, mm -hmm. and no, son, you're not being kicked out of the house, but go get your real estate license. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyhow. Highly recommend. <laughs> yeah, it's when you are going through different stages of life, the people that you interact with automatically yeah. need a place to live. That's an absolute necessity. Everyone you meet is going to buy or sell at some point. I think every, every household should have at least one real estate license within. Yeah. It's worthwhile to do so. Mm -hmm. um, but you coming up in a different generation, you kind of led by example saying, okay, you can do this. I did this, you can do this. Mm -hmm. and, and being that positive role model at such a young age, have you had an instance or a circumstance kind of out in the field where obviously somebody will hold your age against you. I, yeah. I experienced that when I started. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you've seen that. And how do you combat that? How do you throw that right back and say, forget my age, I'll run circles because I'm going to outwork you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's not, I'm going to take back what I said. It's not like, I'm doing this, you can do it too. It takes a lot of work. Um, it's not, it's it's a, you know, a pony show when you're looking at it, but it takes a lot of work. I busted my butt to get where I am, so... Um, people coming into the business and being like, okay, where do I start? It's kind of like, okay, you've got a long road ahead of you. So um, that was definitely something I was seeing in um, the beginning stages of me starting it. But going into it and being so young, again, I started off with my dad. I shadowed him 24-7, all the showings, listing appointments, etc. Um, and I kind of just went into it after, you know, I had a sale under my belt and two sales, three sales, and kind of was just like, okay, like I know what I'm doing. And if somebody questions it, then whatever so I've definitely had a few showings where people are like oh you're so young or how old are you or question me and how do you um, answer that question I'm like does it matter that's your response matter how okay. old I am um, you know it depends it de definitely depends on the client but um, I think that I don't know it all being in a second home market you really don't see the people it's all over the phone and I, I literally went into the real estate you know industry when we were deep in COVID so it was all virtual everything was over you know videos text messages phone calls so nobody really knew so i got my first three four sales and i didn't have to you know say sell myself i kind of just was it kind of just happened like that um and once i was on a roll being knowledgeable and studying the market and knowing what you're talking about and being confident with it definitely was what helped me out because um, people wouldn't question me if you know what you're talking about they're not going to question you absolutely so that Absolutely. Was definitely... <clears throat> I mean, you, you can be an expert, you can be knowledgeable, you can be a professional, uh, regardless of really what your experience level is, you can mm -hmm. get to that point. Yeah. But being so confident at a young age is a tremendous asset for you. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we have in common. I, yeah. I, I can't say I see myself 
in your shoes because mm-hmm. I can't fit into heels. But <laughs> same um, my heels are pretty high. <laughs> I've, I've walked that same walk, and mm-hmm. I love hearing your response of what you say when somebody asks you how old you are because mm-hmm. I live that. I, yeah. I went through that, and I answered not exactly the same way, but with a question just like that. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not it's not offensive either because they're like, "How old are you?" And I'm like, "Well, doesn't matter." Doesn't matter. Yeah, and then they show up to closing. You know, most of the clients were you know uh, investors or second home market, and they couldn't come down and see it because we needed to put offers in so quickly. Um, and they would show up for closing, and it'd be me, and they're like, "Whoa!" I'm like. I'm is Courtney, 20 years is old. Courtney coming? It's, yeah, I'm 20 <laughs> years old, and I just sold you a multi-million dollar house. Congratulations! <laughs> so, but I've made really great friends with you know with, through that, and I uh, the people that support me support me because of you know success with the transactions and making sure they got what they wanted. So, so talking about transactions, interacting with different people. Do you remember your first deal? I do. You do? All right. Well, yes. I'd love to hear about your first deal. Tell me what my, was memorable. It was one of my favorite deals, yeah. Um, it was actually a referral from a friend of mine. They were out on the boat. Uh, I live in the Keys, so that's pretty normal. They're out on the boat fishing, and they're talking about houses because when you come to the Florida Keys and you go on the boat, you're like, oh, I want to live here. So it's a great it's an automatic. great selling point. Yeah, um, but he's a, he's a local captain down there, and he was on the boat with some clients from Minnesota, and... He called me and he's like, hey, they're looking for a house. I'm like, give him a phone. He was like, right now? I was like, yeah, give him a phone. He's like, okay. And he handed him a phone. And this is like, your Hi. first deal. This is my first deal. That's confident. Yeah, I mean, my dad, he instilled that in me. He was like, just ask for it. I'm like, okay. So I went for it and I was like, I'd you know, love to help you out. They wanted a rental for six months to kind of see you know, what it was like living down here. And um, I got it to them. Uh, you know, They came down, they looked at the rental, booked the rental, and then... Uh, Two months later, they went and we saw, I think it was like 11 different houses. It's my first time sending up multiple showings back to back. So if anyone is a realtor, they know how difficult that is and stressful. We took 45 minutes between each one. Um, but we did that. They looked at a few homes. And the last one that we looked at, it was a $2 million home. And they were like, let's put an offer in. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And we ended up closing it as a VA jumbo loan. Um, they were both retired air traffic controllers and both served. That's a and, rare situation. Yes, VA very, jumbo. very, very rare. It was, it was definitely sentimental because I cared so much for them. It wasn't about the transaction. It was about making sure they got what they wanted and just kind of selling the lifestyle and being like, I'm so excited for you guys to be here um, to live what I live on a daily basis. So, um, But I grew very close with them, and they're some of my best friends now. They're awesome. So. It's, it's great you can impact people's lives like that. You're not just selling an investment property. Mm-hmm. It's not financial. It, it is financial sometimes, yeah. but for these people, especially your first deal that's memorable for you, is yeah. in turn become a lifestyle change for them. Yes. And it's been memorable for them as well. Yeah, and it just so happens there are three houses down from me, and I see oh, them wow. all the time. Yep, and so, yeah, they're great. I love them. So one, one of the things I want to talk about, which is, is probably a, a question for some of our listeners, because you're so young, and I hate to harp on that so much, but... No, I love it. Go for it. I, I feel the same way. <laughs> like, it's, real estate has lent so much to my life and has provided so much for myself and my family. I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. And you're just at the start. You're just scratching the surface and already finding so much success that it's, it's incredible. You're a great role model for those who coming out of high school, a lot of us don't know what we want to do with our lives or we think we're going one way and we have to pivot and go another. Mm -hmm. Like I fell into real estate. I wasn't planning to do this much like you. No, I wasn't either. It was definitely not in my plans. Um, I just thank God it happened. But But you're a fantastic example 
that it's never too early to start. Mm-hmm. You, you need to go down a path and investigate it. You need to go down a path and give things a try and, and be open, but treat it like it's a career. Like what's mm-hmm. the biggest piece of advice you give to somebody who is in your shoes, 18, 19 years old and thinking, heck, I'm going to go get my real estate license mm-hmm. and, and make money. Just do it. Shout out Nike. (laughs) Um, Hashtag just just do it Nike. (laughs) No, I was, I wish I would have done it earlier. I wish I wouldn't have put it off so much um, because when I did, I just fell in love with it. Um, But it does take, I put my all into it. I didn't, I'm not half butting it. I'm not going half in on it. Appreciate the filter there. Yes, sorry. (laughs) Um, I definitely put my all into it in the very beginning and I saw the, you know, the impact it made on people and it felt really good to see what you, you know, carry people through this important transaction that they're going through and at the the end they're saying, thank you so much, you changed our lives and you're like, wow, like, that's really crazy and I've done it over and over and over again. I think it's addicting, the feeling of it, but also it takes extreme discipline and I think if you're going to go into it just go all in and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but at least you know I can imagine that being a tough thing you're living in the Florida Keys vacation capital Um, everyone's down there to party to hang out to go out to eat to hang out with friends there's really not a whole lot um, socially going on that Mm -hmm. doesn't involve some type of uh, indulgement in outside, yes. you know, outside influences. So how do you, how do you maintain your focus? How do you stay disciplined to get done what you need to get done and not say, heck it's lunch. I'm going to go have a drink with lunch and uh, peace yeah, the rest of the day. I know it's very hard, especially being 21 in the Florida Keys. I mean, it's definitely, um, an interesting career path at my age to do. Um, but I think I've always just been very focused and very um, work oriented and detail oriented that I know if I don't go to work and I don't help the people that need my help, then nothing's going to happen. Somebody else will help them or somebody might not help them. Um, so I go into work with that kind of mindset and just feel like I know what I need to do today. And when I'm done, I'm done. Um, but it's never done with real estate. It's always going. So, But I think staying focused and also enjoying where I live is important to not completely shut it out um, like in the afternoons I'll go boating or go for sunset or go for a walk or whatever but um, it, it takes to, it's very difficult <laughs> sometimes but um, it's paid off being dedicated enough and caring about especially having a team too, being a role model and having to you know make sure they see the expectations that we have for them and you know um, so they produce and hit their goals too. We care about their goals. So that's been definitely something that's changed within the past year. I, I always find it fascinating how people who live in vacation markets like where you are right now mm-hmm. can stay so focused. I mean, when when I started, I lived in a similar community, but it was easy to stay focused because I was just busy 24-7 and yeah. there were no distractions. Like you were at the bar and you were doing business at the bar. I was Literally. there to deliver yeah. keys. Somebody says real estate. I'm like, who? Where? Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> house? You need a house? I can help you. <laughs> but being in that kind of smaller, smaller type of market, even though you grew up there, there's mm-hmm. only so many people. There's yes. only so many homes. Um, staying staying so focused and, and in, engaged in your business isn't always really just the answer, right? So how have you been able to have and find so much success in a smaller market when there's many other agents and licensees who live down the street, like up here, but we have more homes? Yeah. 
So how, how are you able to still keep things going? How do you keep the motivation? How do you keep the business coming in your pipeline? I mean, from a mindset standpoint, I think it's just remembering that if, you know, if you're not doing it, somebody else is. Jonathan is currently sipping out of his juice box. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an honor of you. Yes. That's an honor of you. <laughs> um, but that's from a mindset standpoint, from an actual business standpoint, um, we do things a little differently than everyone else as we're very, very buyer focused. Um, so we focus on, you know, investors or people relocating or second homes, stuff like that. So it's not so much focusing on, you know, hammering our listings or, you know, people you know in the community. It's helping those that want to be here get here um, or invest correctly within the market and educating them about the areas. So from a business standpoint, that's definitely something we have a leg up on. Um, I love working with buyers. I think it's really fun. Keep them on the party boat the entire time and then they get to, you know, enjoy the keys. Um, is, that, is that your method? Get them hammered on the party boat and then they buy a house? Get them hammered on the party boat <laughs> and we get them the closing sign here and we're best friends forever. <laughs> and, and honestly, if they can move down there, that's that's yeah. got to be like an easy transition. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to move to the Florida Keys? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that, you know, do, I think 50% are definitely investors, um, which love my investors. I love looking at investment properties and advising them how to invest in the keys because there's so many different areas but um, people that are relocating here or having their second homes or their first time home buyers it's really fun um, because they get to come down you know they go and see the homes it's super fun take them to lunch they get to you know drive up and down the keys over the bridges and the water and they pick one and it's super exciting and they get to closing day and they love it so it's a different experience than listing I feel like I really really do love working buyers but it's it's truly a different experience. Yeah. So going going along with that, working with buyers, mm -hmm. it, the Florida Keys, you've got one road up, one road down, yep, right? Yeah. So overseas highway. Overseas highway. When we talk about farming areas, mm -hmm. um, how far do you go? How far do you stretch? Where do you limit your expertise? Key Largo to Key West. All the way up and down. Yep. All one hundred and six miles. So you, if a buyer comes to you, you live in Almorada. Almorada, yeah. Okay. Um, did I pronounce mispronounce yes, it? Isla Morada. Isla Morada. Yeah. What did I say? Everyone says Isla Morada. Oh, I didn't say that. Isla Morada. Yeah. If we're if we're speaking Spanish, I'll say Isla Morada. Yes. Yes. Right. Or Isla Morada. Isla Morada. It's the funnest when people call about that. Most it, fun. I can imagine how someone with a super heavy Southern accent yeah. would say that. Isla Morada. <laughs> like, yeah, you were close. You did that a little too well. A little too well. I've heard it more than once. <laughs> so if a buyer comes to you, what's how long does it take you to get from where you are to Key West? Um, an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Okay, so not too bad, actually. It's not horrible, yeah. Okay, interesting. So you'll go up and down buyer demands. Mm -hmm. I'll go an hour and a half, an hour 45, whatever. Yeah up and down the keys because that's the area you know. Your yes. expertise is the keys, period. Yes, the keys. And the keys are unique in yeah. their own way. Each of them are different. That's what I was saying. You know, with investors, they call and they're like, which one's the best to invest in? And it's like, well, this one has seven-day rentals. This one's 28-day minimum. People like going here because it's the fishing capital of the world. So it's it's different. You have, you know, it, it just depends. But, yeah, we, we work Key Largo to Key West. Um, and we have, you know, our past transactions have been all up and down the keys. So we have to... We educated ourselves up and down, and that's what we serve. Now, you didn't know I was going to bring this up, oh, but um, we had a conversation before we started recording this, talking about how you still had real estate flashcards in your purse. 
And so I'm going to kind of do a little bit of a comparison here. Okay. Your purse is like your business. Yeah. No matter what you throw into it, it's going to keep never going. Full. It's never it's full. It's never full. Shout out Louis Vuitton. There it is. <laughs> and, and you just keep piling it in there. And, yeah. and that experience that you're compounding, mm-hmm. you're constantly putting into your business and, and the, the weapons that you have, you're able to pull that out at any point and make it part of a conversation. Yeah. And we did just talk about you pulling something out of your purse and it was useful for you in creating a relationship with somebody you were having a conversation with. Yes. We don't need to go into the details, but no, we're not do I'm that. just kind of putting that two those two together yes. as as you're going through your career, as you're driving your real estate business and you're focused on the day-to-day operations, getting your calls in, building your relationships, mm-hmm. touching your transactions that you never know what piece you're going to have to pull out. Yeah. And it's experiences that give you this kind of knowledge. Exactly. So I'm going to throw another one at you. Okay. Okay. Um, I would like another memorable transaction of where you've learned something that you had to pull out somewhere else in your career. That that lesson was beneficial to you. And having gone through that situation, you are now armed to do something later on down the road from your never full bag. Um, hypothetical. Yes. I I think it's come (laughs) up in every transaction is patience. Um, you know, when you're in real estate starting out and you're like, Oh, let's get to the finish line. Like we got to do this. We got to do that. That's too Um, big for me. I need more details. You can't tell Um, me patience. Let's think. I stand in line better than anybody else. I know. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I think, hmm, I'm going to, should we do my, my worst transaction? Yeah. Yeah, I remember it. That? I remember it. Um, Let me sit my juice box while yes, you while you think sip about your it. Juice box. Yes, it was a client. We will call him Bob. He, <laughs> Mr. Bob. Um, he was um, a very very detour uh, detail oriented. Needed answers twenty four seven. Called me ten times a day. Um, you know, he had a very high price range and knew exactly what he wanted. And um, when I found that, it was sight unseen. I was actually fishing. I had a fishing rod in my hand when. I got the call that the contract was accepted for my, I think it was like my third or fourth transaction, two and a half million dollar house. And um, I was like, great, sounds good. Cash, close in 10 days. So at that point I was like, all right, we got to get moving. Um, that's when the patient came in. Was with, this one of the remote transactions? You hadn't met the person? Had not met him okay. before. Um, he had not seen the house, was going based off of the photos and the videos and my word, um, which bit me in the butt later on um so we got to closing he showed up met me did the whole oh you're courtney like yes i'm courtney nice to meet you welcome to your house welcome to closing day (laughs) um went through the house viewed the house loved it um you know said my goodbyes handed them the bottle of champagne took a picture together left and three hours later he called me and said that he didn't want the house anymore and wanted to undo the transaction which if anybody, no problem, we'll do that any, right away. If anybody knows you can't do that um, once everything is signed. So um, he didn't like the fact that I was telling him that, um, saying no, um, and basically pulled my words out of my mouth and said, well, you said, you know, something about the house that he didn't, you know, didn't like, said that, you know, I said otherwise. So I definitely have learned to speak slowly and think before I say anything and make people make their own judgments. Um, it was a great learning experience not to say, oh, these kitchen counters are gorgeous and somebody else might hate 
white marble. It's all subjective just, to their own yeah, opinions. Yeah, you just got to keep your mouth yeah. shut, and if they like it, yeah, you like it too. <laughs> your, your definition of updated might be different than somebody exactly. else's. Exactly, yeah, so it's definitely word choice, definitely keeping your opinions to yourself, and um, just not not intervening your, your thoughts into their transaction and their purchase and, you know, their new home. It's not your home, it's their home. Complete, so. Completely makes sense. Yeah, that was super fun. And you've learned from that. Yeah, I have. It's one of those tools that you've thrown into your never full arsenal. Yes, my never, and you can pull full, it out. My never full arsenal. I am keeping that. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. Um, my gift to you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Um, <laughs> so an, another aspect I want to touch on is as a young professional in this industry, you benefit a lot from other people's guidance. And you've had a unique opportunity with your father providing you guidance. But really, anybody has the opportunity to have that type of guidance mm -hmm. because your father teaches you like he teaches others. Yes. He's, he's a coach through... Go ahead. Tell Tom me about Ferry. him. Tom Ferry. Tell me about him. Tom Ferry. Tell me what yes, he does. He is a real estate coach. Um, he coaches people on how to be successful in the real estate world. Um, you know, it's anywhere from discipline or to how to get listings or how to be, you know, how to go on a showing or how to you know, present a contract or negotiate um, or wake up in the morning, literally just wake up and get at it. So it kind of, it's, it's kind of like a life coach, but if you're a real estate agent um, and he does it extremely well. So having come up through that, you've had that benefit. Yes. Are there types of people that, or types of agents that would benefit from coaching and some who wouldn't, or would everybody benefit from going through coaching? I think it depends on the type of person you are. I... If you if you have a coach, one it's a very um, it's a very big financial decision. Um, coaching is not cheap. Um, it's very expensive. So when you are going into that world of coaching and hiring a coach, you have to be prepared that yes, you are investing in your discipline and your future. And you can't, you know, they show up and say, "Did you do what I told you to do last week?" No, I didn't. I was like, "Okay, well, you just wasted whatever you." gave me and you know your coach cares about you so it just depends on how you look at it I think if you are very um, if you don't want to be told you're wrong don't do it because they'll keep you accountable they're going push to you. keep you accountable and they're going to tell you you're wrong 99% of the time um, if you're set in your ways um, you might not benefit from it but I love my I have a separate coach from my dad we have a team coach and a personal coach Emily shout out Emily um, she's phenomenal and she keeps us accountable and she keeps us in line and calls our bull crap out all the time. No bull. <laughs> and, um, I see what you did there. Yes. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> and, but my dad, um, you know, he, he does, it's been, it's, he's my dad. It's on a daily basis. He's my coach. So uh, especially being in real estate and starting the team and everything, um, it was very interesting in the very beginning, you know, being combative as his daughter and working together, I did not always take his advice or his word, but later figured out that it was for the best, and he is almost always right. Almost. Saving almost saving that caveat right there. Right. So, yes, I highly recommend getting a coach. Okay. I'd, I'd love to hear different people's experiences. Yeah. I, I never I never did the coaching. I, uh -huh. I tried a few. wasn't really for me. Um, just didn't find the one that matched my personality that I felt. You authentic. definitely have to match with somebody. If they are not a fit for you, it's not going to work. Um, you know, have you ever taken a personality test? Too many. Okay, so what are yeah. you a high driver? Um, I am a high I, 
Really? Uh, very high I and uh, secondarily a D. Okay, so I'm a high D, high, high, high D, and so is my father. So um, you can kind of tell how a day in office is with that. But um, yeah, it, it, they always make you take a personality test. That's kind of how you match up with a coach. But it really just depends. If you want to hear you know, everything you're doing wrong and how you can do it right and actually listen and take it into account and put it in the works, then yeah, get a coach. But if you're just going to be... A lump on a log and not listen and, um, and no matter you know, who you have with it, you yeah it does it's not going to work right. so but um so real estate can be stressful yeah well, it is <laughs> it not it can is. be it can is you rephrase that? Yes. real estate is stressful <laughs> yes. and we build up a lot of tension we build up a lot of frustration and it's important to find a way to kind of let loose and unwind mm -hmm. and you're you're at a unique spot I mean, you're in the yes, Florida Keys. Yes, I am in an incredible spot. So how do you unwind? Mm -hmm. How do you let go and kind of compartmentalize that and not take your work home to affect those around you? Um, I don't think I've learned this completely yet because the first year of real estate, I think I cried 24-7 through all the transactions. So um, it was very stressful. It's very, especially being young too and handling these kinds of transactions for people. It's, it's stressful. You want to make sure it goes well and make sure that they're handled correctly. Um, but so if you've been a customer of Courtney's over the last, the first year of her business, you have made her cry. Yes. I, there is a 99% chance I have cried after we hung up. No, it was, it's, it's just making sure that every, I'm a perfectionist and I want to make sure that the experience is great. And if something goes wrong or, you know, I've learned to, handle that better now um problem solving and not freaking out <laughs> not <laughs> your cheese box <laughs> not freaking out if something goes wrong or something has to go the way that it patience that's where it plays in it happens every single time somebody messages me freaking out about something in the transaction there's always an answer and if there's not it's going to get figured out so that's definitely something i've learned this past i would say even a couple months just taken into account but taking it home with you i feel like real estate's 24 7. I always, I think that's why I, I did so well is, or do so well is because I'm always on my phone 24-7. Communicating is definitely a selling point for me. If you want to answer, I'm always on my phone. You've kind of blended, and this is normal for everybody, when you get your real estate license, that division between personal and business Yeah, it's no just real estate. They're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a real estate agent. Yeah, what do you do for fun? Um, I'm a real estate agent, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's kind of my life, but when I'm not... I, especially this year, I want to make it a point to, you know, enjoy living the Florida Keys. I don't need to be in the office until 8 p.m. at night or 7 p.m. Or I saw whatever. you posted yesterday, and I was extremely jealous. You were sitting on a boat with your boyfriend, yes. unwinding, eating ceviche, watching the sunset yes. as far as the eye could see. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting being able to go home from work and grab the cooler and the fresh made ceviche from the boat and just go out for sunset and call it a night. Yeah, I feel even guilty saying it to other, you know, like people, what do you do for fun? I'm like, oh, I go on the boat, watch sunset and eat fresh ceviche. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's so unique it's, to... It's definitely, it's, it's a plus. It's a perk of living there um, and it never gets old people are like oh it never gets old no it really doesn't it's absolutely incredible to live there and I don't take it for granted I agree yeah. uh, this is not a question I normally ask people that come on this show but you're you're unique as as the youngest guest on the noble broker uh, podcast yes. I'm gonna ask according you to my plaque. Yes. according to your plaque it's in the mail perfect it's in the mail 
the, the mail still comes to Florida Keys, right? Um, it takes about 48 hours, okay. yeah, if you're Amazon Priming. Otherwise, probably two weeks. I'll okay. see it soon. You'll see it eventually. <laughs> Uh, if you see somebody standing out front of your office with a package that looks a little bit off, okay. it's probably that. Okay, cool. <laughs> so looking down the road, for a lot of people, real estate's a second career, a mm -hmm. third career, almost even a retirement plan sometimes. Yes. You, you, like myself, came in very, very, very young. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what the future holds. But do you have an end game? Do you have a dream, this light at the end of the tunnel? Like if this happened... This is everything I could have wanted from real estate. What is that? What does that look like for you? Have you thought about that? Um, yeah, my coach forces me to think about it all the time. Is this um, Coach Dad or Coach? Uh, I think both. Coach okay. Dad, Coach Emily, yes. Emily, yeah. um, I think it's definitely something. You have to have a 10-year plan because if not, where are you going? Why are you, you know, what's your goals? Um, I think having goals really is what you ask why, what makes you stay focused, what makes you get in the office every day and not distracted is because I have goals. Um, so I think right now, my 10 year plan, so what, I'll be 31 years old. Um, getting up there. <laughs> I'll be uh, <laughs> middle aged, I'm just kidding. We'll call it that. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, don't make me feel bad. I know. Um, I think right now where we are, I have, um, we have, three agents underneath us that are newer to real estate um, and all have their own things going on in their lives and their own goals. And I feel like having a, maybe like a team of 10 to 12 of, you know, people my age getting into it, I definitely want to focus on the younger um, generation because I know where I stood a couple years ago and I never would have thought I, you know, I knew I was going to be successful because that's just in my blood because I was going to make it happen one way or another. You're but a Conley. I, I'm a Conley. Yep. <laughs> you get it done. Get it done. I'm a Conley. Yep, I get it done. But definitely, I would want that feeling for 10 to 12 other people and for it to be a full time, you know, thing for them and to just be sort of that mentor position. Um, that would, that's definitely something I want to be in. Um, but yeah, I really love where this is going and I like where it's heading and I enjoy it. I get up every day and I'm excited to go into the office. I don't know if it'll be like that forever. It, um. it just might. I'll tell you, I haven't reached that day <laughs> mm -hmm. where. I don't enjoy getting up and going out for today's challenge. Yeah. I, it, it's, it hasn't existed. It hasn't happened yet. Okay. It so may be one I've or got, two days, you know, like for a bad conversation. Yeah. You've got a little while. Oh, thanks for throwing me under the bus there. <laughs> <laughs> but See what if somebody can do the math. If you can, if, if you want to be successful in real estate, you can be successful, but you have to use your whole butt. You can't half yes, butt. Yes, you can't half butt it. Yep. And that's no bull. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Courtney. Thank you.